We are continuing today in Pirkei Avos. We find ourselves in Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Gimel reads as follows. Antigonus ish Soho Antigonus, from the city of Soho, received the following tradition from Shimon HaTzadik. What was the tradition? Who Yomer used to say, Do not be like servants who serve the master for the sake of receiving reward. Rather, be like servants who serve the master, not to receive reward, and let the fear or the reverence of heaven be upon you. So the Rabbi Yonah says, this is a relatively intuitive Mishnah. So the Mishnah explains what's wrong with receiving reward. There's nothing wrong with receiving reward. He says, rather, the Shaila is what's the motivation for service. So Antigonus is saying, don't let the reward be the motivation for service. Why? Because if the ro- if the reward is the motivation, Rabbi Yonah writes, that's not a complete type of service. Because in essence, I'm not really serving for the sake of my master. Rather, I'm, re- I'm serving for the sake of the reward. Now, the Rabbi Yonah then goes on and he explains something amazing. He says that a person, he explains that, the Mishnah is not saying that a person shouldn't think about reward, right? Every mitzvah comes with reward, whether it's in this world or whether it's in the world to come. There's reward for every single thing that we do. What Antigonus is trying to stress is motivation, is motivation. That the idea is that it shouldn't be the reward that motivates me. Now, there's a very good reason for that. Because sometimes, especially if the person doesn't see the reward in this world, so then a person can become frustrated. Here I'm putting in all of this effort. I'm expending all all of this koach and I'm not seeing anything for it. The danger is when a person begins to expect reward in this world and then doesn't see that materialize, that's a danger that a person can then stop streaming HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Antigonus, just to be clear, Rabbi Yonah says Antigonus is not seeing that there's not reward. There's reward for everything in this world. But sometimes it's in this world, sometimes it's the next, and most importantly, the reward shouldn't be the motivation. The motivation for the performance of mitzvahs, the motivation for living a life of Torah, is an opportunity ultimately to have a relationship with the divine, to have a relationship with the Rebbe Hashem. That is the motivation. Now the Rebbe Yonah adds in one more piece. He says, Gam This is absolutely beautiful. The Rebbe Yonah says there's another piece. When a person receives, or when a person, if a person were to serve Hashem for the sake of receiving reward, that's future focused, right? I'm going and I'm serving Hashem. Why? Because of something you're going to give me. The Rabbi Yonah says that, in fact, what Antigonus is teaching us is, do you know why a person should serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu? As a display of gratitude of Akara Satov for all that Hashem has already given me. Look how much I have already in life. All of the brachos of my past and my present. That even if Hashem were to never give me any more reward, chas shalom, right? Going forward, I would owe him so much for everything that he's already bestowed upon me. The wording is so beautiful. What does it mean that a person should serve Hashem not for the sake of receiving reward? Rather, at the end of the day, I should, I should serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of, out of, out of just HaKar Zatov, a profound sense of gratitude for everything He has done for me. What a different way to look at things. You know, so often we have this in our interpersonal relations, in our relationship with Hashem. The things that have been done for me, okay, that's like yesterday's news. I right? had done, 
done, right? Experience that. Fine. Let, let's move on. And sometimes we forget, we become so focused on what I need next or what I need more that we lose track of the things that truly have been done for us already. So here that Habini Yona says, when I take it, it says, don't be like a servant who serves the master for the sake of receiving future reward. Rather, understand that Hashem has already given me so much that even if I wouldn't receive anything more, chas v'shalom, I would still owe him a profound sense of gratitude. A really, a really incredible, a really incredible idea. So the, the Mechaber goes, excuse me, the, the, that's Mishnah Gimel. Let's go on to Mishnah Dala now. Yossi ben Yo'ezer ish tzreda, the Yossi ben Yochanan ish Yushlaim kiblu mehem. So Yossi, the son of Yo'ezer from Tzreda, Yossi ben Yochanan from Yushlaim received from their teachers. What do they say? Yossi ben Yo'ezer, Yossi ben Yo'ezer, sorry, Yossi ben Yo'ezer ish tzreda Omer. Yossi ben Yo'ezer says, Yi beischa beis vad lechachamim. Let your home be a gathering place for the sages. Famous Abig Ba'afarak Lehem, literally again sit in the dust of their feet. They have a show and ultimately go ahead and drink in thirstily, right? Drink in their words with thirst. So a very beautiful idea. Three things that Yossi Ben Yoazir is saying. Number one, your home should be a meeting place for Chachamim, for great scholars. Number two, so sit in the dust of their feet. And number three, drink in their words. So the truth is, items two and three, we understand relatively straightforward. In other words, that find, surround yourself, put yourself in the company, put yourself in the company of great people. Put yourself in the company of chachamim, of wise people, of righteous people. And when you do that, don't talk. Don't talk. You don't have to add anything to the conversation. Just go ahead, sitting in the dust of their feet, really, rep- uh, let's work backwards. Drinking in of their words, that's understood. Just listen to the wisdom. Ingest the wisdom. Sitting in the dust of their feet means just be in their presence. Sometimes just simply being in the presence of great people has an incredible and dramatic effect and impact on who and what we are. There's the wisdom that I ingest. That's the drinking in of the wisdom. And they're sitting in the dust of their feet, which is literally just being in their presence. There's so much that we could absorb from great people, not even through what they say or what they teach, but just simply by being in their presence. The Rabbeinu Yonah makes a beautiful observation over here. He says, but what about the first thing, right? So the Mishnah says, let your home, ultimately again, let your home, let your home go ahead and be a gathering place for the sages. So the Rabbeinu Yonah writes this incredible, he says, Ritzon Alomar, let your home be the place that the chum, the wise men gather when they have to discuss certain matters. Now understand, the only home, the only home, and ultimately again, in which the scholars are going to meet, is what kind of home? The home of a great person, right? In other words, the chachamim, wise men, great men, spiritual and holy men, are not going to frequent the house of a lowly individual. Let your home be the kind of home in which the Chachamim would want to gather. What a profound statement. So if you think about it, really, there's, there's three items over here. We started with the second two. Put yourself in the company of great people so that you could absorb their wisdom, drink in their words. Put yourself in the company of great people just so you could sit in the dust of their feet, just observe their actions. But really what the Mishnah is highlighting is Make your home the kind of home 
that Chachamim would feel comfortable hosting. Actually, that, that, that Chachamim would feel, would, would feel comfortable visiting. And it's a really profound idea to think about, imagine for a moment, would we feel comfortable opening the doors of our home to great and holy sages of Cloud Yisrael? Would we feel comfortable with what they would see? Would we feel comfortable allowing them to see the influences that are inside of my home? So what? And so what? It would have something so amazing. So Yossi Ben Yoezer Ishtreda is saying, you know, in addition to drinking in their words, taking in the wisdom, in addition to being in their presence, is my home, my life, the kind of home, the kind of life that I would feel comfortable inviting great people in to see. And Yossi Ben Yoezer says, if not, if the answer is no, because maybe the answer is no, okay, now I have something to strive for. I want it to be that my home is the kind of home Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky would be comfortable entering into. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein would be comfortable entering into. Rabbi Yitzchak Abraditch of Zechusa Yagin Aleinu would be comfortable entering into. That's the kind of home I want to build. That's the kind of life I want to build. That, if I, if, if I have it already, fantastic. But if I'm not yet there, I clearly know what I need to work towards. All right, we will stop over here for today. Shkoyach, everyone, and have a great day.